Well, hello and welcome to episode 113 of Soundwave. I am your host, Matt, and joining me is my co-host, Carlos. Yeah, I'm here. How does Michael Stipe sing that fast in that song? I don't know. I've tried to sing You just pick little words just... out here and there, and then you're like, oh, can't go any further. Oh, there's the chorus. We can sing along again. That's a nonsense That's right there. N- did, did I hear Trump in the middle of that part in the little section there? No, I don't think so. I don't know. It sounded like it said to Trump there. I don't know. But uh, welcome to Soundwave. Uh, we are your hosts, and uh, it's it's another week. I have a little bit of cold going on. Uh, yeah, Carlos, have you been? All right. All right. Yeah. I guess it, it could be worse. It could it could be okay. Yeah. We had our we had our fourth year anniversary on Soundwave or on uh, uh Blind Ninja Studios. That was yeah, cool. Yeah, we did have that. Uh, mm-hmm. There's still all the beer all yeah, over the a lot table. Of empty bottles. <laughs> I think we had six beers we tried all together, and uh, they were all pretty heavy ones. We played the the quote game that went over really well. Yeah. It was a good episode, so you can look back on our website and check that out uh, for Department of Offense. Uh, otherwise, new f- after two weeks of being no, yeah, I had nothing, nothing too new. I don't know. Uh, four years. Yeah. Didn't I? I still have to see Doctor Strange. I heard you got to see Doctor Strange. Yeah, Doctor Strange was a, a lot of fun to watch. There's a bunch of Koreans that were in Emma's last night or whatever when I was bartending, and I. I saw the movie stub on the table there or whatever. I'm like, ooh, what'd you go see? Doctor Strange. They're like, how was it? So they all said it was amazing. They probably didn't understand a lot of it either. They just thought the visuals and everything were awesome. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. That's what I hear. I'm excited. I have to go I have to go see that. That would be fun. Um like it has like that last fight with uh he fights uh, he has the final fight that Doctor Strange has is just amazing just because how he handles it. How it's he just handles a, it. A blast. Who is who plays the bad guy in there? Uh, the the one that he fights for most of the movie is Matt is played by Mads Michelson, I think it is something like that. Michael Madsen? No, not him. He's from no. he's from. It's a different. It's, he this is an actor. He's been in other things. Uh, I'm drawing a blank on what it was. I saw him in like this one film where he played a mute basically the whole time. It was like some like Viking era thing. A mute and a Viking here. It was really that was a really weird film. I'm pretty sure that was him in it. Where uh, Doctor Strange, it is. Do 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 do. Oh, Chet Wiles in there. Rachel McAdams. Oh, Mads Mikkel Mickelson. Yeah. The where the hell's that guy? He, doesn't he play Hannibal? Ah, uh, yeah, I think he plays. Can you open his uh, up for a second, just because uh, I want to see uh, look back like five years on his movies. Yeah, he, he's he's Hannibal. And he is from Copenhagen. Um, King Arthur, The Hunt, five years. You got The Age of Uprising, Charlie Countryman, Move On, The Hunt, The Royal Affair, Three Musketeers, Clash of the Titans, uh, The Door, Valhalla Rising. That's the one. Valhalla Rising. Valhalla Rising. He uh, plays like That's some been on like my Netflix feed for a long time, and I never it watched was, it. It was pretty good, actually. Like, he... Plays like a guy who doesn't. Oh, he's the main guy. Okay. And like, there's, I think there's like a kid in it too. And like, apparently, it seems to be like something like, like somehow the, uh, it's a Viking voyage that ended up going to America and they all die. Oh. So. Because of a plague, right? Well, I don't think it was a, I think they just get killed off by, uh, uh, the natives who are already living here. Did you, uh, it's been a while since I saw that film. Did you see the latest? There's like a well, it's like a half trailer, half t- teaser for the Fantastic Beats Beasts movies, and there's a quick clip of the back of Johnny Depp in the back of it. 
Uh, I thought he wasn't going to be until the next one. It's, I think it's like at the very end of the movie because uh, they show he has slicked white hair or blonde hair. Yeah, it's he's slicked supposed all to be playing uh, Grindelwald. Yeah, we don't know if he's going to be playing the old, young Dumbledore. Or, no, he's not. Okay. He's I thought that was the uh, ongoing thing where we don't know who he is. No, I think that it's been confirmed that he's playing, I want to say it's Grimbleward. It's been a while since... Uh, I saw his name like a whole week since so I yeah, saw the, the name I guess the there's a bunch of people him. pissed that he's going to be in there. But well, he's playing uh, the big bad, like, yeah, the guy who basically orchestrated like, who like was the magical might behind World War Two and was Dumbledore's arch enemy and love interest. So oh okay yeah interesting that guy all right so that'll be and like actually I think it's actually kind of interesting that they're taking it this way because I was like what can you do with Fantastic Beasts like yeah it was like I never read it. But uh, just like I didn't, I didn't care about it. It, look, it looks fun, but and, yeah, like, the movie I d- does look like fun. Yeah, and like I was like, what do you do with these characters then? Like, because you're already in the past, and then like actually, it's kind of brilliant to go. Oh, yeah, we're gonna take care of Gun- uh, Grindelwald or okay. whatever his name was. Like the is this the gonna big be a, ba- like the Dark Lord before Voldemort? So is there gonna, is there like a sequel book, or are they just making this movie into I think a bunch of uh, just making it up? Or they okay, may, I don't know if uh, J.K. Rowling has any uh, sort of a hand in it, but. I'm sure she probably does, but huh, interesting. So yeah, movies, movies, movies. There's a trailer I saw today that looked really good. It, w- it, it was a. I don't think I'd even heard of it. It's called Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. That's a really cool title. And it like it's uh, throughout playing out through all all of it is a Beatles song, uh, because which I'd never actually heard that song before because. But, uh, oh, you never heard it? No, I had never had. Uh, Rihanna's in it? Clive Owen's in it? Ethan Hawke's in it? I don't recognize the two kids. Uh, I think I recognized one of them from uh, uh, a, a movie that I had seen before that was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I think he played the bad guy in it. Okay, I know The Rival's coming out this Friday, and I'm excited about that, but I was reading about this. Yeah, I want to see Time-traveling th- agent Valerian is sent to investigate a galactic empire along the, with his partner, Loreline. Laura Interesting. It act as the trailer looked amazing. Like it looked like a lot of fun. Right, that is saved. It to was watch the same person. The who, it was the directed by the same guy who did the Fifth Element. Oh, Luke Besson. Yeah. What? And the, he also did Lucy. So. Yep. And La Femme Nikita. Yeah. So it looks Holy like it'll shit. be fun. I didn't. I, yeah, Luke Besson. Okay. Yep. We I'm have excited a lot now. of good sci-fi films coming out. I know like, the Rival comes out this weekend. I, really I have excited. to see that this weekend. That looks good. And then uh, there's another one that looks kind of interesting with uh, uh, Jennifer Lawrence and uh, what's his face again? Where Ghost they, in the Shell. No, 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 no. Or, oh, no, not you, yeah. I'm Where they they're Jennifer taking Lawrence. him to a new planet or whatever, and they wake oh, up ninety yeah. days too or ninety years yeah, too I know early. What you're about. Yeah, that sounds interesting. And the space between us sounds really cool too. Where the kid. Gets that born actually does look like an it, that does look yeah, like then brought to interesting. Earth. Uh, yeah, there's drama. a that's a really cool cast in there too. Uh, but like the also Ghost in the Shell looks like a lot of fun. It's Did a trailer come out yet or no? It's just a whole bunch of like really short teasers that they've dropped. Okay, in. and you think you, you think uh, Scarlett Johansson will be okay at that? She looks fine in it. Okay, they have a, a smat a mix of like uh, English actors and uh, Japanese actors in there. That's cool. I don't know, just, I don't, she's not the one I picture for her. They should actually have, like, a Japanese girl. See, like, I, I never actually saw the, uh, the, any of the releases, anime releases of that, so, uh, I didn't. Really I think it's just because I see her as, uh, fucking Black Widow, and I see yeah. her as, uh, Lucy, and I don't see her as Ghost in the Shell, so, I don't know. I don't know, it depends on, uh, how they acted out, so. Yeah. 
All right, you been listening to anything? Not like I've been listening to stuff, but it's generally just been in the background. And I haven't really been paying attention to it. Yeah. So. Uh, there was a new video that came out with Millie Bobby Brown. She's the girl that plays Eleven. Oh, yeah. uh, she doesn't actually sing in the video, but she is uh, lip syncing to the person singing in the video. Randomly came across it today, so here's a little bit of that. So Millie Bobby Brown just uh, boosted them guys to stardom, I think. The band is uh, Sigma, and it's uh, called Find Me featuring Birdie. Yeah, they still had, uh, she still had short hair in that video. Well, her hair's finally growing back, yeah. 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 Uh, and then after we talked about Pogo last week, I haven't been able to get enough of him. He's fucking amazing. Yeah, there's a lot of <laughs> And that uh, Wizard of Meh is pretty great. So oh, yeah. Just had to. <laughs> That whistle's the best with his big smile and the pipe in his mouth. Yeah, yeah like, I'm pretty sure that they, uh, that's the, what they, he, he got a little bit of a boost from uh, when that last Oz movie dropped. I watched an interview with him last night when I got home from work or whatever, and he was talking about Disney flew him out to uh, California or whatever and, like, wanted to do some stuff. Yeah, he's, he's got quite the yeah, rep he, behind he's him. Not, he can't come back yes, to America yeah. for another, like, couple years. Yeah, but uh, that, that was, like, when it was first starting out or whatever, yeah. I guess, is when he went over there. But, uh, and then there's also one where he's doing the Snow White uh, remix live, and that one's pretty sweet. He's oh, yeah. just in his bedroom or whatever and jamming <laughs> out with it by himself. So uh, I'll play a little clip of that too, but... Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, he's interesting. I like him a lot. I'm happy you showed me who he is. Yeah, I had to, uh, right after uh, yesterday, but, like to help myself relax after just months and months of just nonstop elec- stop, uh, election stuff. I was like, I just, I'm just gonna watch uh, the Dad of McCard song right. on, <laughs> a couple times, and like I felt so much better after that. He seems like a really cool guy too, and uh, being able to go to one of his shows would be really fun. Yeah, because I got he, in the interview he said he was here like three or four times until he finally. Yeah, the whole thing was yeah. he his driver drove him to Canada, I guess, oh, yeah. and like on accident going to Canada, and then they had to come back through the border, and that's when he got arrested, and then sent to jail for three weeks. <laughs> ah, shit, that would suck. All because he had the wrong uh, the wrong visa, yeah. yeah. 
yeah, these they were like, this visa you can't make money on. And he's like, oh, shit. So I guess <laughs> I'm going to jail. But, uh, yeah. No, no, that's what I've been listening to. And, yeah, let's go to music news. All right, uh, this was a lot of sifting this week, especially because a lot of the news is irrelevant now that yeah. the Trump has become president. So uh, skipped over a bunch of that, but there, there's a bit of things here. Um, AFIF announced a new album, AFI, the Blood Album. It's out January 20th, and uh, it's a follow-up to the 2013 LP Burials. Uh, the news comes with a pair of new songs, Snow Cats and White Offerings. Here's a little bit of White Offerings, if I can find it. There we go. Sorry, I keep sniffing in the microphone. No cats is not that good. So you see, I, I don't really one. listen to AFI, but I really did like uh, this one little song they have that had in one of their uh, uh, old, uh, one of their older albums. Uh, I think it was just like called Prelude or something. And it was like just like oh some, yeah, the intro to yeah. the one that had Miss Murder on it. Yeah, yep. I like uh, that. I really like. Oh yeah, that's right. They did do a Miss Murder, but like mm. that Prelude was really good. Like it was really short though, unfortunately. Yeah, they that that December Underground was their their final good album. And then Crash Love came out after that, and yeah. But I, they used to be my all-time favorite band. Now I just kind of follow them whenever something comes <laughs> out. But yeah, Snow Cats is pretty terrible. But White Offerings kind of has a bit of the the uh, Sing the Sorrow and December Underground in there, so I kind of liked it. Um, uh, the Nobel Foundation has announced that Bob Dylan called the Swedish Academy finally to accept his Nobel Prize for Literature. Uh, he told the Swedish Academy's permanent secretary, Sarah Donis. Uh, the news about the Nobel Prize left me speechless, and he appreciates the honor so much. Uh, the Nobel Foundation says it has not yet decided if Bob Dylan will attend any events during the Nobel Week in Stockholm in December. Uh, this comes after Dylan's recent interview with The Telegraph in the UK, where he finally acknowledged the Nobel Prize and said he absolutely wants to attend the December 10th ceremony, if it's at all possible. I see no reason why it wouldn't be possible. Yeah. Uh, the Chicago Cubs have finally won the World Series since 1908, uh, ending a historically long and devastating drought. Uh, it was a nail-biter. It was all tied up at the bottom of the ninth and going into overtime when a rain delay happened. They uh, rolled the tarp out. Then about 20 minutes later, the game resumed, and the Cubs took it home. Uh, needless to say, people were very happy. Yeah, I bet. I don't watch baseball for the life of me, but uh, that night I was working at the bar, and that game was freaking amazing. That was quite quite the game uh but uh yeah that was cool but the thing is i, I saw a couple of jokes that like now that this has happened nobody has to care about the cubs anymore <laughs> they won once there, there's, there's no curse there's no nothing anymore it's all fine it's all good uh bill murray and uh pearl jams eddie vetter are both uh, very big fans of the chicago cubs they each sang take me out to the ball game at wrigley field uh won a game three and won a game five uh now a new video has shows them uh, at the same World Series after party singing the band's The Wait. 
Vetter leads the, the charge of the room uh, with the people, and Murray does his best from the front of the crowd. Here's a little bit of that. I will fix your if you take off Jack, my dog. I said, wait a minute, Chester, you know, I'm a peaceful man. He said, that's okay, boy. I have a feeling they're all quite drunk at this point. <laughs> Then some one of the players in the back when Bill Murray was in there shook a big bottle of champagne, popped it out on his face or whatever. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> There's some good video with him and stuff, but uh, yeah. Seems like a really fun guy to just be around. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, and yeah, that guy. We we get these random like bartender books in the mail, bartending magazine yeah. and food magazine. There was an article on Bill Murray and it talked about him taking over one of the a bar randomly or whatever and pouring the shots of tequila for everybody that ordered a drink. And then also he got hired when a new bar opened up somewhere to bartend that day. It's a really good story. It was written really shittily, and there was a lot of typos for in magazine and stuff. And I was That's like, what's true. going on? But uh, the article was quite good, the the whole topic of it. People not know what autocorrect is. Right, exactly. All right. Uh, Marilyn Manson has shared a music video for a new a clip of a new song, uh, Say Ten. And let's uh, say, I just, saying it out loud, I just realized that it's Satan. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Say 10. Okay. Uh, in the video, Manson juggles a Bible while pulling pages from it, and the camera jumps to a bloody, beheaded body of someone that looks very similar to Trump. Uh, it came out uh, when he was still the Republican nominee. Now he's president or whatever. But uh, Manson says the new video is meant to be open for interpretation. Uh, right now, we are in such a state of confusion when it comes to religion, politics, sexuality, and how they all tie together. And it's uh, being turned into a circus and a sideshow. And that's something that I've been just described as a ringleader of. Uh, it seems like a time for me as an artist and an American artist to make something that causes a new set of questions to arise that are, aren't simply statements. Satan is set uh, to be the title track on Manson's upcoming studio album. His latest album just came out last year, which is kind of surprising. He already has a new one coming out. But yeah. So a bloody Donald Trump is in Marilyn Manson's video. I guess. Yep. Uh, four years after releasing their sophomore album, Coexist, the XX have announced a highly anticipated follow-up, uh, I See You, and it's out January 13th. Here's a little bit of theirs. Uh, Jamie XX, the other lead singer to, I think her name's Remy or whatever, came out with his big album that kind of took the charts by storm. So it has a little bit of his kind of uh, hip-hop, dancey feel to it which is kind of weird with the xx but uh yeah here's a little bit clip of that my own heart chose to believe we were destined young hearts only love call it a lesson the stars and the charts and the cards make sense only when we want them to when I lie awake, 
start to orbit It could be love, I think you're too soon to call us so When and where did we go cold? I thought I had you on hold And every time I let I'm kind of excited for that one because their coexist second album was kind of meh. Their first album was really freaking good, and then the second one was meh. But this one, after his solo stuff, I think it should be pretty cool. It sounds pretty good. Um, a new David Bowie documentary, David Bowie, The Last Five Years, is coming to the BBC in January. Uh, the doc follow is a follow-up to David Bowie's Five Years. Uh, it will explore Bowie's final albums, The Next Day and Black Star, as well as the musical Lazarus. It features unseen archive footage and unreleased Bowie interviews and input from his friends and collaborators, collaborators, as well as exclusive recording of Bowie's original vocals for Lazarus. I watched the the uh, trailer for it. It looks pretty creepy, actually. So we'll see that. And then finally, the last few things here. Uh, well, Mr. Trump is our 45th president. Uh, the Canadian immigration website crashed, as did the stock market, by close to 800 points that evening. Uh, when it was announced that he was going to become president. Uh, earlier this year, it emerged that Martin Scarelli, former hedge fund manager, pharmaceutical company CEO, and collect records associate, who made headlines last year for increasing the price of Dara Prim, had, he also bought the Wu-Tang Clan album for that $2 million. He recently promised to release it if Trump became president. This morning, or uh, that would be yesterday morning, or two mornings ago now, uh, no, yesterday morning, uh, he was releasing parts of the album following the announcement of Trump's victory. He admits that he did not expect Trump to win and saying he would have to negotiate terms for a wider release with Wu-Tang because that was part of the contract yeah. where he couldn't release any of it. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of funny. Now maybe he'll get sued for $2 million for, for millions of dollars. I don't know. And then uh, just pick some uh, celebrity speak-outs about the Trump winning. Uh, Mick Jagger. Trump left the stage after his victory speech at about 3 in the morning, 2.30 in the morning or whatever, to you can't always get what you want. Uh, and Mick Jagger tweeted, just was watching the news. Maybe they'll ask me to sing you can't always get what you want at the inauguration. Ha! Uh, Janelle Monet. Once again, America has continued to fail women, minorities, Muslims, and immigrants, and LGBTQ. This is so disgusting. Uh, Neon Indian. As someone who arrived Amer in America illegally... Uh, and earned his citizenship over the course of a decade. This feels like the end of the American dream to him. Uh, disclosure from the UK. Fuck, 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 fuck. Said it, to, uh, said it before, we'll say it again. We're off to, mo to Mars with Bowie. Uh, Lupe Fiasco. Uh, but I do not think it's the end. The same hopelessness you feel now is the same as millions of the Trump supporters that voted for him. Uh, I'm truly unbiased in the terms of my outlook. I think Trump has potential benefits on certain levels, which will cost us dearly on other levels. And uh, Wynn Butler of the Arcade Fire, love and peace to the hopeless today. The Onion, uh, the national, the nation has elected the first black-hearted president, which I kind of laughed about. Uh, Diplo, for the next four years, we're going to just be in a never-ending loop of Duck Dynasty. Huh. Yeah. So that's just a little bit of the celebrityness and a list of. I liked uh, Stephen Colbert he had uh, at, at, like he did he did a live uh, yep it was thing. on Showtime like, at the end of one of it, it uh, he had towards the end like it, it was yeah it was at off, he had like a speech a little yep. speech and it was a it was pretty good actually I laughed quite hard at it it, it, it was uh, okay let's celebrate all the things America can is 
and yeah that was part of it, it was, that was in the speech yeah that, that was good and just his <laughs> i love that he had his like glass of scotch or bourbon next to him <laughs> or whatever and yeah. just could not believe anything but uh yeah, it's over with. We'll see what happens with it all. There's not much we can do about it. Yeah. Except uh, go into our weekly theme of patriotic, unpatriotic yeah. songs. <laughs> Ba-boom. I, I just can't picture you know how like when presidents stop becoming presidents that we still have to call Donald Trump President Trump you know I, how we still say President Bush and President Clinton I don't think it'll that'll happen just because he's Trump Donald is, Trump no his Trump is basically his title yeah like he's basically branded himself so much that like he be really difficult to just call him President Trump that's weird that's weird that's weird coming off the tongue there <laughs> like on the other hand, how many times have you heard like uh, Barack Obama just call President Obama? All the time. Really? Oh yeah. I haven't. Oh, yeah. Well, you don't watch as much TV. You don't have TV here. Yeah. Well, like I'll see it at news, but then it, yeah. I, I mean I see it every once in a while when I'm walking by it at work. But on the other hand, that's on Fox News, so like you know they're not gonna. <laughs> that's Obama. true. That's very true. Uh, so now it'll be CNN and all the the liberal ones not saying President and Fox News will be saying President Trump. I don't know. They, <laughs> maybe they'll say President Trump just to just to really make. Well, I mean hurt. that's his title. So wow, that's weird. All right, uh, weekly theme. Uh, I I was thinking it was going to be a more patriotic one, but now it, it shifted into the unpatriotic for sure. Uh, yeah, patriotic, unpatriotic songs. Carlos, you can start us out. Uh, I'm going to start out with, uh, well, everybody's heard this song. This is, uh, Don McLean's American Pie. But February made me shiver <coughs> with every paper I deliver. Bad news on the doorstep. I couldn't take one more step. I can't remember if I cried when I read about his widowed bride. But something touched me deep inside the day the music died. So bye bye, Miss American Pie. Drove my Chevy to the levee, but the levee was dry. And them good old boys were drinking whiskey and rye, singing. This will be the day that I die. All right. Like, uh, it's really like, I, I, it's really hard to say that's exactly unpatriotic uh, so, a song like. Uh, it's patriotic but unpatriotic in the Not fact the it's about protest of war but yeah it's been said to be about a lot of things a lot of things yes so uh my next one is maybe one of the most unpatriotic songs that everything's everybody thinks patriotic and that would be one that everybody's heard born in the usa by bruce springsteen
always say to go kill the yellow man? Yeah, it's all about uh, Vietnam War. Never so. even bother listening to it before. Yep, the whole, the whole song's about how stupid America is. Yep. And then, yeah, that's why Trump got a bunch of backlash for using it at one of his things or whatever, I guess. But, yeah, what you got? Uh, my next one is uh, from Rise Against. It's called Survivor Guilt. to them in a long time we really started our lists off optimistically didn't we very much so uh this like uh if you're wondering what that a little clip that was playing during the beginning of the song was it's uh from the movie uh, catch 22 which is based on a book yes i never saw the movie or read the book but I yeah read. i think we were supposed to read it in school but i never read it I, I or else it was one of my ap classes that i didn't take ap so like i know about it like and i don't know it's kind of one of those things i kind of wanted to read at one point in time but there's still time there's still time. I'm pr- it might be even free by now. <laughs> yeah, that's like one of the John Steinbecks of Mice and Men and stuff. That yeah. and, and Catcher in the Rye. But, but yeah, like uh, that's what the... Like I was really... Like I, I, I like that song mainly just because of that little those little bits. Like yeah. there's a, another part later on in the song where it's also... Uh, they got another cl- uh, clip between the dialogue between those two people. Okay. Uh, my next one is by Mr. David Bowie. And the song is called I'm Afraid of Americans. I'm afraid of Americans. I'm afraid of the world. I'm afraid I can't help it. I'm afraid I can't. I'm afraid of Americans. I'm afraid of the world. That's a really cool song. Uh, my next one is uh, I decided to toss in something that's a little bit more patriotic, like Rise Against. That's never going to be uh, <laughs> pro-government at all or anything like that. Uh, but this is uh, the Ballad of the Alamo from Marty Robbins. Fortify the Alamo, well the men came from Texas and from old Tennessee. And they joined up with Travis just to fight for the right to be free. Indian scouts with squirrel guns, men with muzzle loaders, stood together, heel and toe, to defend the Alamo. You may never see your loved ones, Travis told them that day. Those who want to can leave now, those who fight to the death, let them stay. In the sand he drew a line with his army saber. Out of 185, 
Not a soldier crossed the line with his banners a-dancing In the dawn's golden light Santa Anna came prancing On a horse that was black as the night Marty Robbins is cool. Yeah, like I, he he also was the one that ended up with the uh, big iron. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think I went, ended up with Johnny Cash one a couple episodes back. Yep. But uh, yeah, this is a. Uh, I like the song. I like heard it as a kid. It was like, oh, this is kind of catchy. And there's like, so it's like looking around for us, another patriotic. So I was like, well, America does have a lot of war songs. <laughs> they do. They do. But I guess this is another song that, you know, it's a nice catchy tune, but. That did not end well, did it? <laughs> it did not end well. <laughs> uh, my next one is a little bit more uplifting. Well, it, it is because it's all about traveling across America because it's a great land. Uh, it's by Simon and Garfunkel, and it's called America. This shipping seems like a dream to me now. It took me four days to hitchhike from Saginaw. That is one of my favorite songs of all time. It's a good one. Yeah, it's definitely a good one. Uh, I thought about putting that on my list, but I ended up not putting it on there. Uh, oh, uh, I, we actually haven't had a, a similar theme to this. Uh, last July, I think, not this year's July, but the one before that, our, the theme was America. and. Uh, oh, for the 4th of July. Yeah. and uh, I probably used that well, one. My, although, like, all my songs were just songs from the band America. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, that was good. Here's another one by America. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I forgot about uh, that. But uh, my next song is not from the band America. <laughs> uh, this is uh, We Didn't Start the Fire from Billy Joe. song but it like is. i would never be able to get those uh lyrics yeah. memorized it's it's just like the rem song i wonder if rem's there's, got there's, an idea for their song from this song there's one bit where i don't think so i think rem was actually i think the song was uh i want to say 89 
Yeah. When and was... I think REM was like 88. Really? Yeah. Wow. I think I was looking at I like guess, yeah, that old. sounds about right, yeah. Uh, there's one bit in that song where, like, the, the like right at the beginning of that clip where it's a space monkey and a mm-hmm. mafia. I always, like, ran those together, like, a space monkey mafia. mafia. That, sounds, <laughs> that sounds pretty badass. <laughs> I always, when I hear the space monkey, I just think of Fight Club because they were called the space monkeys. But, yeah, space monkey mafia, yeah. which is the Fight Club. Yeah. Maybe that's where we got the idea for the book. Uh, my next one. Uh, haven't heard this song in quite a while, uh, but I guess it's prominent again, which is weird. But uh, Green Day's American Idiot. that album was yeah i listened to the album way too much in high school like i remember uh, i like have it on the background while i was like reading and or whatever and just uh, have it on repeat and like while i'm just reading it was that so like, i've heard that album way too many like, i've heard american idiot way too many times that'd be like was it 2004 i think that was like something like that yeah. there's a lot of good songs on there though like, yes there uh, are i did I, like of course uh boulevard broke is of broken dreams is a good one and holiday i, I also like uh uh, Wake September me up ends. before September ends. Yeah, Jesus of Suburbia. The other one, like the Jesus of Suburbia, isn't that like eight minutes long or something like that? Yeah, that, it has like the four parts to it yeah. or whatever. Yeah, nine minutes and six seconds to be exact. <laughs> and there's a whole music video to it. Yeah. <coughs> but yeah, uh, that was prominent at the time with George Bush, and it seems about right now again yeah. too. All right, what you got? Uh, my final song is, uh, I actually had never heard the song before and I was like looking around for my last song. It was like, I came across this. I was like, well, this is a weird name for a song. And, uh, it's, uh, from Elvis Presley and it's called an American trilogy. So does he actually talk about three parts to the song? Uh, actually, that's the interesting thing about this part. Uh, when it was, uh, written, uh, here, look at my notes. It's actually a medley of three different 19th century songs. Uh, Dixie. Which is for, uh, which is to cover the uh, Confederacy, uh, all my trials, which is a, a Bahamian a lullaby, which is for the, uh, which is supposed to symbolize like the slaves, and then there's the uh, Battle Hymn of the Republic, which is symbolizing the Union Army from the Civil War. Okay. And, like all three of those are in this song. Cool. Huh. And that's why it's called the American Trilogy. For Dixieland. I was born, heard it all one frosty morning. Look away, look away, look away, Dixie Land.
Elvis was pretty cool. I'm a sucker for a well done medley. Yeah. Yeah. All right, my final one, uh, because we talked about it earlier, and I couldn't really think of another one very easily. I just picked this. Uh, you can't always get what you want. Well, I could tell by Patriotic theme. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Don't got much else there. Yeah. We'll see what brings what the f- next four years bring us, right? There you go. Uh, anything else you'd like to add? No, uh, I think that we've uh, covered this as much as we want to today. <laughs> yes, that is for sure. All right. Time to close out the show. Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of Soundwave. New episodes are released every other Thursday. The theme for our next week is... Well, I've been thinking, like, now that, like, no matter who you uh, voted for or wanted to win, I think we can all agree that we're all glad this election's election finally is over. over. So let's all kick back and play some music. Let's, what music do we listen to that lets us relax? Relax? Let's I was, was going to say celebrate or relax? Relax? Yeah. Okay, relaxation music. The songs you, if you're stressed, Let's cool down from yeah, the, the cool down music. Yeah, when you when you had a stressful. Let's week. not be fired up about stuff. Let's yeah, just, yeah, there we go. Okay, let's chill out. The chill out, <laughs> I like it. Uh, for more updates uh, and information about Soundwave or other shows, go like us on Facebook at Blind News Studios, or you can even follow us on Twitter so you never miss a thing. Uh, wait, you can even follow us on Twitter. I'm sick. I can't do this. At Blind underscore Ninja. Uh, the flagship show, Department of Offense, is still live every Sunday evening. Go listen to our uh, four-year anniversary show because it was fun. Uh, that is at BlindNinjaStudios.com slash or BlindNinjaStudios.com. Uh, and then on Sundays, you can even join in the fun with blindnewsstudios.com slash live. You can talk to us and whatnot. This show and all of our other shows are available to stream on our website at blindnewsstudios.com, or you can subscribe on iTunes so you never miss a show. Uh, don't forget us to give us, don't forget to give us a good review on there too, because that'll help, uh, promote this thing and be on the top of people's lists on iTunes and stuff. Uh, if you just can't get enough sound wave Blind Studios, you should help support us at the bottom of our homepage. Click on Patreon and sign up. It works like a monthly donation service where you can pledge any amount that works for you, even low as a buck. If you're doing your shopping on Amazon, don't forget to sh- go by our homepage first and click on the Amazon link at the bottom. When you do all your shopping and check out, uh, it doesn't cost you anything else, but Amazon just kicks a little bit of money towards us. Nothing else for you. It's fine. Uh, that didn't sound right either. Let's just end the show. Questions, comments, any kind of feedback, email us at feedback at blindnudistudios.com. 
Uh, and even easier messages on Facebook. And I need to go to sleep and then go to work in a couple hours here. All right. <laughs> we'll see you again in two weeks. <laughs> the news so nicely in the mountains. Man, got these hoes who used to play me in they bras. We gon' take over the world while these haters get.